The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. Ah, uh, that's right. We back, baby. And man, we got a lot to get into. A.J. Brown is a Philadelphia Eagle. Put up or shut up time for for Jalen Hurts. That's it, baby. No more excuses. You got A.J. Brown and hopefully not trying to speak this into existence, but hopefully A.J. Brown can stay healthy. Devontae Smith can stay healthy. Dallas Goddard. And we can have the full weaponry available to Jalen and Nick Sirianni and the rest of the coaching staff. And we can... Finally put to bed the conversation and question of, is he a franchise guy? But it's exciting. Howie did it again. For the Howie haters, there's really not much you can hate on about this dude. He is a wizard. He's unbelievable. You're able to get your guy, Jordan Davis, the D-tackle out of Georgia. That was my pick and prediction for who the Eagles would get at 15. They did exactly that. And then Howie swindles his way. Uh, his way to get, uh, excuse me, A.J. Brown with the 18th overall pick and the 101 pick. Uh, and then I, I think you look at the rest of the draft. I thought it was uh, just brilliant. I, there's really nothing that you can say badly uh, about Howie and the Eagles front office as a whole. They're able to get the Jason Kelsey replacement, which I thought was perfect. You're able to get uh, Nicobe Dean, who many viewed as a top 10 overall pick. He fell all the way to the third round. Yes, he has injury. Uh, he has an injury that could keep him out. Fine, right? He's he's going to recover. And when you when you get him back and healthy, this is a top 10 to 
top 10 and let's just be safe, fine, a, a first round talent that fell to you all the way in the round. Um, man, I, I think another excellent job by the Philadelphia Eagles and Howie Roseman in this draft and really throughout the entire offseason. And you look at Bet Rivers and the wagering menu, and the betting market agrees because prior to the NFL draft to today, the odds related to the Philadelphia Eagles in multiple different categories, they've shifted. I mean, it is not uh, the same as you know six days ago, five days ago, Wednesday, even Thursday pre-draft. All right, and we're going to start the episode off looking at the updated odds at Bet Rivers related to the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, and let's start with Super Bowl odds. Eagles were forty to one basically the entire offseason at Bet Rivers to win the Super Bowl. Today, thirty three to one. You look at NFC Championship odds. The Eagles are fifteen to one. Uh, they were twenty to one and eighteen to one prior to the NFL draft. So movement there as well. If you look at the division odds, this is where it gets interesting. All right, you look at the NFC East winner odds. The Eagles are now plus two twenty-five. They were anywhere from plus three fifty to four to one throughout the offseason leading up to the NFL draft. Uh, so those odds have moved up in their favor. The Dallas Cowboys are still the favorite at um, plus 100. But prior to the draft, the Cowboys were a bigger favorite, if you will, right around minus 110, minus 125. They're now even money at plus 100. Eagles are plus 225, as I mentioned. Washington, 5-1. to one. Giants, plus 650. So some movement there. If you look at the Eagles and their odds to make the playoffs. Yes, plus 110. No, minus 134. Uh, no was minus 167. And yes, was plus 185-ish. All right, so movement there. Odds have gotten better to make the playoffs. Win total has stayed the same. Over 8.5 is now the favorite at minus 150. Uh, that was not the case pre-draft. Under eight and a half wins, plus 123. So movement all around for your Philadelphia Eagles because Howie in the front office just hit a home run. Maybe I should say they scored a touchdown. That would probably probably be a little bit better. So overall, an A-plus job in my book for the Eagles over the past few days. We also look at the 76ers, and they they've survived. All right, they uh, they surprised me, and I'm fine with that. Winning game six and win, winning it handedly. But Joel Embiid now, my goodness, not just a torn ligament in his right thumb. He also has a broken face, and he also has a concussion. And this, these injuries, the latest injuries, the face and the concussion, was sustained with less than four minutes to go in the fourth quarter when the 76ers were up by essentially 30 points. What the hell is he doing in the game? What is he doing in the game at that point? It's sickening. Like, yeah, Siakam and the Raptors were frustrated. Siakam throws an unnecessary elbow. It connects right to Joel Embiid's face, and now he's out, right? And we have no idea how long he's going to be out for. I think the question just becomes, 
how quickly can he recover from the concussion because the the face injury seems to be i'm no doctor but it seems to be that he'll be available to play with that rip hamilton mask on um but the concussion it depends on the severity of the concussion you know that it, it varies as we all know and it impacts each individual a little bit differently so hopefully he'll be able to return will it be game three in philly will it be game six game seven you know, i i have no clue hopefully we'll get some more information on that sooner than later but now the 76ers have a tall task ahead of them. They have to go into Miami Monday night, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time as a seven-and-a-half-point underdog and try and steal steal a game. Like, I, I think game one is everything for this Sixers team, right? If they, and, and listen, if they can win game two, if they can come back to Philadelphia with the series split 1-1, that's a huge, a huge victory. <laughs> Overall, that's just a huge win. But winning game one would be even better because then you can set the tone. You can deliver the first knockout blow of the series, not let Miami deliver it. Um, and, and that could help your confidence, help your help everything. Because I think it's going to be really tough to win two games in a row against this Miami team, especially without Joel Embiid. So you lose game one. If you're able to bounce back and steal game two, you're most likely coming home and losing. And then game four becomes a must win. Like game four quickly becomes game seven. Will Joel Embiid be back then? How do you integrate him back for the first time with that mask? And, and like, th there's just a lot of adversity to overcome there. If you can see how, you know, see the picture I'm painting, I, I think if you can win this first game, it will be everything. And it can really give this team a chance if Joel Embiid's able to enter this story here at some point sooner than later. So six or seven and a half point dogs, as I mentioned for Monday night, the totals at 208 and a half. We will give you my betting prediction and best bets for this game one. Uh, we'll look at the series winner odds and I'll just give them to you right now for the Sixers to win this series at Bet Rivers. It's listed at plus 275 for the Miami Heat to win this series, okay, at Bet Rivers. It's minus 360. So obviously the Heat are the heavy betting favorite right now, and rightfully so, with no Joel Embiid. The question is, do we sort of, quote, buy low right now on the 76ers with the hope that Embiid can come back into this series and, and help the Sixers steal it? That's the question that we'll get into a little bit more in just a few minutes, a little bit later in this episode. For the series correct score odds, I'll run through them all right now. So for the Heat to win in five games, it's plus 230. For the Heat to sweep, it's 4-1. to one. For the Heat to win in six games, it's also 4-1. to one. And for the Heat to win in seven games, it's also 4-1. to one. Interesting. For the Sixers to win in six games, 9-1. to one. Sixers to win in seven, 11-1. Sixers to win in five, 20-1. And for the Sixers to sweep, 40-1. to one. All right, so we'll get into all of those uh, if we have a play on any one 
correct score series outcome in particular. We'll also look at the spread for series outcome. So like Sixers plus two and a half games, Sixers plus one and a half, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You know the drill there. We also have some baseball talk to get into. We, of course, will update everything related to our Philadelphia Phillies. And we'll look at the updated odds in the futures market for our fills. Uh, they are off today. So we'll update you on everything that took place over the weekend. Phillies World Series odds are still at 22 to 1. No change there. You look at the NL odds. So for the Phillies to win the National League, 11 to 1. You look at the NL East division odds. Phillies are plus 525. The Mets are now the betting favorite at minus 113. Braves plus 165. It's interesting. I read somewhere over the weekend that the Phillies have the toughest, had the toughest schedule in all of baseball for the month of April, and they were able to come out of the month of April with a 500 record. So if we're looking for a glass half full positive takeaway, Okay, you know, if maybe we didn't realize they had the toughest schedule on paper for the month of April to come out of it 500, maybe not the worst thing in the world as we're still getting our feet on the ground here with this new lineup and uh, just getting this season underway. So we'll talk a little bit more Phillies in this episode as well. Busy show, baby, with the lead being, is it A.J. Brown? Or is it the 76ers? I'll probably give the slight edge to the 76ers, but man, we have to be excited about our birds. All right, so I know it's all 76ers right now and a lot of hype and excitement around the Philadelphia Eagles despite it being the offseason, but we are coming off a big NFL draft. Um, I, I do want to spend a few minutes on the Phils, of course, as well. And a frustrating end to the series against their rival, the New York Mets, on Sunday night. And, you know, the Mets, they've owned the Phillies thus far very early in this season. Mets beat the Phillies for a fourth time this year, 10-6 to at City Field Sunday night. Uh, they end up dropping two of three in the series. They lost two of three to the Mets a few weeks back in Philadelphia at Citizens Bank Park. And now Mets come back to Philly for a four-game series uh, beginning this Thursday. So we will be talking and previewing that, recapping it later in the week as well. Um, but the Phil's now sitting at 11 and 12, off day today on Monday, a needed off day. <laughs> you you look at this season thus far, and I mentioned the tough schedule of April, and they have a just as tough of a schedule in May. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, seven series have been played so far for the Phils. They've won only two of the seven series that they played this year. Not great. You look at the New York Mets, who are now the betting favorite at Bet Rivers. They've won all seven of their series that they have played this season. They have the best record in the entire National League at 16-7. and seven. That's a good team. That's a good team. I mean, and the Phillies are going to be dealing with them all year long. Philly's got no hit on Friday night. Uh, and then they wasted a ton of offense on Sunday night. Two home runs from Schwarber, one from uh, Bryce, one from Camargo. All against uh, Max Scherzer, nonetheless. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. They find a way to lose that one. Uh, and they end up losing that series against the New York Mets. Dropping two of three. 
And now, as we have already switched gears to the month of May, as I'm recording this on May 2nd, this, this, this schedule for the month of May is no joke. All right, and I mentioned the off day today. It's the first time they've had a day off since April 16th, and then May 16th is their only day off coming up until June 2nd. So there's just a bleep ton of games in a, in a condensed time span. Um, this is, uh, is going to be difficult here. This is going to be difficult. Phillies have a six-game homestand this week. It begins tomorrow with a quick two-game set against the Texas Rangers. Then after that, they host the Mets for four games, which is 10 of their 19 head-to-head -head meetings will be played by May 6th, and only six games remain after May 29th. Then they have to head out west for a week, three games in Seattle, followed by four at Dodger Stadium. The Phils are off the day after that uh, Dodger Stadium trip, but then the upcoming homestand later in the month is going to be really challenging. They welcome in the Padres and the Dodgers coming into town for three games apiece. So this is a brutal month. Oh, and they close out the month in Philly with our old buddy Gabe Kapler and his Giants coming into town. So 24 of the Phillies' 29 games are against the Dodgers, Braves, Mets, Padres, and Giants. It's a brutal month of May. Absolutely brutal. Tuesday, Ranger Suarez gets the start. Wednesday, Zach Wheeler will get the start. And hopefully we can set the tone here early coming off an off day uh, today. Much deserved. So it's going to be an interesting month of May, to say the least. All right, let's, uh, let's switch gears here. And we will talk some, talk some 76ers. We'll also talk a little bit more birds. And we'll put a bow on this episode. All right, so let's get into the 76ers here. Frustrating as hell. That's the, I mean, that's the only way I could accurately describe everything that's going on with our Sixers because it was just a roller coaster ride of emotions. All right, as Ron Burgundy said in Anchorman, I'm in a glass case of emotions. That's me right now. That's just that. That is me. Um, Man, it's a tall task. Like, listen, the Sixers have to completely embrace this underdog role right now that they are in. And are the Heat beatable? Absolutely, they're beatable. Even without Joel Embiid, they're beatable. Are they beatable four times out of seven without Joel Embiid? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. And let's just assume Embiid comes back later in this series, whether it's, I don't know, I'd be shocked if it's before game four. Who knows? So let's just say it's either game four, five, six, or seven. What version of him are we going to be, are we going to get? Is he going to be able to play to an elite level that we're accustomed to him to playing with that mask and with that thumb injury and with the concussion he's trying to recover from? I don't know, man. That's a lot to ask of uh, Joel Embiid. It's a lot to ask of him right now. All right, like you look at the Sixers and the Heat matchups throughout the regular season. The Sixers did have success attacking Duncan Robinson defensively and Tyler Hero defensively. Can they do that again? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think they can. They're going to need a lot from James Harden. They're going to need a lot from Maxi. They're going to need a lot from Tobias Harris. And then someone even outside of those three is going to have to step up. So 
we shall see. I think they have a strong opportunity to steal one of these first two games, but um, can it be game one? Right, Harden talked about the other day playing a, a free and loose style with a, a lot of confidence and an underdog type of mentality. We need a lot from Maxi, not just from Harden. Uh, Maxi really has to step up here and and um, be an elite type of player consistently. But similar to the Raptors, the Heat, they are an elite defensive team. They are good at turning other teams over, and they take care of the ball. They're great in transition. So it's a similar team as the Raptors, and the Raptors, as we saw, gave the Sixers plenty of issues at times. They're just a better version of this Raptors team, right? So I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You can think, make an argument for both that you've just come off a series playing a similar style, but this is a better version. This is a much better version. Um, I, I don't know if I can confidently pick the Sixers to win this series right now. Right now, I think it's a heat and six type of an outcome. Um, and, and that can and hopefully will change with Joel Embiid returning. But we don't know if he's for sure going to return. Sixers play tonight in Miami. Then they play game two in Miami on Wednesday. Game three is back in Philadelphia on Friday night at 7 p.m. So those are the only three games I'm focusing in on for now. I mentioned Sixers are plus 275 to win this series. They're minus 360 for the Miami Heat to win this series. Uh, if we look at the correct score series outcome, for our 76ers matchup against the Heat. Right now, I think the best bet is Heat to win in six at four to one. I also don't hate the Sixers to win in seven at 11 to one, and that's under the assumption they get Embiid back by game five and they're able to steal a game or two more um, with Embiid. But they need to get two wins without Joel Embiid, right? Like that, that's the bottom line. That will give the Sixers a fighting chance to win this series. All right, in a minute, I want to get into my best bets quickly for this game one Sixers Heat matchup Monday night. So that's coming up, and then we'll put a bow on this episode back from the weekend. But, you know, we've talked a lot of basketball, a lot of Phillies, and of course, Eagles and A.J. Brown, but it's also hockey playoff time. And Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. Presented by Rivers Casino Pittsburgh. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, so quickly, let's look at this Sixers Heat game one down in Miami. As I mentioned earlier in the episode, the Sixers, seven and a half point underdogs. They're plus 270 on the money line. And the total right now at Rivers Sportsbook in PA set at 208 and a half. Uh, I like the 76ers with the points plus seven and a half. I think they're going to be able, hopefully, to come out and 
play with the intensity and energy to keep this game close. I think it's going to be an ugly, low-scoring game, and I think that's going to be the case for the entire series as well. Sort of a similar style of fight as the Toronto Raptors series. So uh, I do like the Sixers plus 7.5. Hopefully, Coach Glenn Rivers is going to be able to make an adjustment or two without Embiid to show the Miami Heat and Eric Spolstra some looks that they haven't really seen from the 76ers yet, both this season and on tape. Um, my best bet is the under 208.5. We talked a lot last series about how the unders were hitting at a consistent rate here. Uh, I like the under 208.5 for a variety of reasons in this game. Miami likes to play ugly and play slow. Sixers without Joel Embiid. You know, I see like a 102-99 type of game, uh, and that will certainly give you a winning ticket for the under player props. And it's interesting to see how some of these numbers have been moved on the 76ers side of things without Joel Embiid. Like you look at Harden and his points total now set at 25 and a half at Bet Rivers. It has not been that high uh, all all postseason. So that's the highest number for James Harden. A, a play that I do like for the 76ers, Tobias Harris, 18 and a half points. They're going to need a big performance from Tobias Harris. Everyone's talking about James Harden, rightfully so. Certainly would love for him to step up. He's going to need to step up in a few different ways. But Tobias was the X factor in that Toronto series. And I can see the Sixers running a lot of similar sets that they do with Joel Embiid. With Tobias Harris, he can sort of become Joel Embiid with the post-ups, with the dribble handoffs, with the pick and rolls, uh, everything they do. I think they can do that with Tobias. So I like Harris to finish over 18 and a half points. That's his points total. I wouldn't take over hard in 25 and a half. Maxi, he's been ticked up a couple of points as well. Typically around 17 and a half to 19 and a half. His points total for tonight is at 21 and a half at Bet Rivers, uh, not enticing enough there for me to take Maxi. I, I really like the Tobias play a lot. Uh, I also like Tobias Harris' assists set at three and a half at Bet Rivers with the over priced at plus 128 for the same reasons that I mentioned uh, for the points. I think he's going to have the ball in his hands a lot more uh, and he'll sort of become the JV version of Joel Embiid in a lot of their offensive sets. So uh, I'm looking at Tobias and his assist total as well at Bet Rivers at three and a half, and you're getting a decent price over three and a half at plus 128. So we shall see. Those are my two favorite plays. I also gave Sixers plus seven and a half and the under 208 and a half. Hopefully the Sixers can set the tone uh, and steal a game down in Miami to get this series underway in their first time into dealing with life without Joel Embiid. The Phillies are back in action tomorrow in a two-game set against Texas. We'll be previewing that series and game one of that series on the next episode. On the next episode, we will be recapping Sixers Heat game one, and we'll continue to look ahead in that series. In the next episode, we'll talk uh, some more throughout the NBA playoffs in other series. We didn't really get the chance to do that in this episode. So busy week ahead. Make sure you're following the show, subscribed, uh, give me a follow at WiseRye, and we'll have a fun week as we always do to kick off the month of April. Best of luck on your bets, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. We got A.J. Brown, baby. Peace.
Bet Rivers has your bases covered with early week betting fun. Your baseball bet gets a little extra pop at Bet Rivers Sportsbook every Tuesday. Just log into Bet Rivers and receive a 20% profit boost on a baseball bet every Tuesday during the season. Use it on straight bets, player props, or a same game parlay. You decide. Log on to Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your 20% profit boost today. Presented by Bet Rivers Casino Pittsburgh, must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. 